Welcome back to The Limitless Show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Christo. I'm your host of The Limitless Show podcast. And I've got our co-host right next to me. We've got Top D, a.k.a. Steve Decker. Mm. And alongside Steve, we've got King Simba, Mate. a.k.a. Benny. Mate. And we're excited. Terry Crews in the house. A.k.a. Terry Crews. <laughs> well, flex my muscles for you, ladies. <laughs> Not kidding. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Up to you guys. You'd be the judge of that. But... Guys, thank you so much for the feedback and the engagement. We appreciate everyone that's tuning in. We're episode four now and we're just inspired to keep making content for you guys. And we have seen a lot of engagement around our dating content. So for mm. this episode, Juicy. we're, we're going to be focusing around limitless dating and how to actually you know, date in a way that you're still chasing goals. You're still able to prioritize your your goals and, and yeah. you know who you are. You don't get lost whilst you're dating around. That's, That's right. important. Right. So, and, and before we go on, shout out to Mr. Rafi taking yeah. photos of us. Yeah. 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 Rafi in the Mr. thing. If, if you're on Spotify, you might not see him, but if you're on YouTube, you know, you'll, you'll see him out and about. So go check that out. Yeah, yeah. But to kick it off, guys, I think one of the questions that I hear from, from guys is, in your 20s, you know, should you choose having fun in your 20s and, and actually pursuing relationships, pursuing mm -hmm. dating? Mm -hmm. Or should you focus more so towards your goal and building the foundation for the rest of your life? And spicy. Yeah, it's a very spicy topic. And I know sometimes, you know, guys get caught up with having to choose one or the other. Yeah. But, you know, I know from, from Steve and, and from your perspective, Wilson, but I know you're in a relationship at the moment as well, if that's okay to share. <laughs> Uh, public service announcement. <laughs> there you go, guys. The cat is out of the bag. We'll, but we'll give a tissue box to all the ladies that were prescribing. <laughs> I line up. You never know what happened. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. You're cutting that? Nah, nah. Keep it in there. Right. She's going to be okay. She's strong. She's strong. Yeah, she knows she's playing. She's a strong girl. But Tomorrow he's assassinated, I swear. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> all love, all love. But, that, but that's smile, that's fear, I swear. <laughs> Everything will be okay. I live by the quote, whatever happens, this too shall pass. So there you go. That happens, this too shall pass. You'll all be right. All right. It's all right. I got yeah. you. I love it. I love it. And, and, and Simba, maybe you can kick us off with this episode. How did yeah. you, what were you looking for when you started dating and how did you come across uh, maybe your, your woman and, and how did yeah. you find the right woman for you? Yeah, look, um, <clears throat> it's an interesting one because I think when you're younger, right, mm -hmm. you kind of like, you know, everybody's dating. You're like, oh, I should, I should date as well, right? Yeah. yeah, FOMO, right? And then you have some people that end up on like Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and like all these dating apps out there. Nothing wrong with them if like if, if you actually have no time. Mm. If you're like Steve over here flying across the country, across the world, sometimes you don't have time. You right. know what mm -hmm. I mean? So definitely, I'm I'm definitely an advocate for that. Um, but ah oh man, where do we start? Let me take it back to like the, the very first one, like the very first one, right? Sure. Early twenties, no, oh, probably like nineteen, nineteen to no. If I was nineteen, she would have been sixteen. So I think I was like twenty two or something. So this is when you had peach puzz on your face, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. And uh, yeah, back then, uh, what was I doing? Uh, I was an IT manager, getting paid good, driving nice cars and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I I knew this girl from like you know circles that I hung around in. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's how we sort of like started to start talking. Um, you know, I knew her parents. Her parents knew my parents. So, you know, it was, it was kind of like you know, like like butter smooth. Um. You know, so obviously, like, it starts off like a peach phase or like puppy love, right? You, you're kind of figuring it out. Early 20s, you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Let's just see. 
uh, until you know you start to come across a couple of roadblocks. And I guess looking back on it, what I would say is this: number one, mm. you gotta know where you're going as a dude, right? And in your early twenties, it can be hard to know where you're going to mm. begin with. You just come out of high school, you know what I'm saying? You just got done pooping in diapers as well, you know what I'm saying? You're still sort of trying to figure out the world, what you want to yep. do. Maybe you're studying, you're in uni or whatever the heck it is. And, um, you know, you don't really know where you're going. And mm. when you start to figure out where you're going, that's when you really get to see, do you have the right person with you or not? That's right. Right. So there's an experience. I remember uh, I said to this girl, I was like, look, here's the direction I'm going because I was involved in business, right? Yeah. <laughs> the environment where we all met, I was involved in business and a couple other things as well. And I'm um, like, look, here's where I'm going. All right, it's going to be a long, difficult, hard road. Maybe lonely at times because I might not have time all the time. All right, this is what it's going to look like in between. And mm-hmm. I just painted the picture ugly because I'm, I'm a realist. I was like, look, mm-hmm. this is everything that could go wrong. Yeah. You might go bankrupt or you might lose a car, you might lose a house. Like, you don't know. Yeah. Painted it ugly. I'm like, this is what it looks like on the other side of it. But there's going to be a lot of this before we get to that. And who knows how long that will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you can either come with me or not. That's right. And she was like, yeah, I'll come with you, you know, like, and we're like, ride and die. You know what I mean? Like, they're together forever. I'm like, all right, cool, bet. The testing starts. I start to get busy, you know, one thing after another. We're hanging out maybe once a week or twice a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, this one Saturday morning, oh, my days, I would never forget it. <laughs> I woke up, ass crack a dawn. I'm like, nah, I'll go back to bed. I wake up again at 10 a.m. I got the world's longest paragraph. Oh, and like, you know, like an iMessage, yeah. the paragraph continues. It covers like three pages. Yeah. It's just like, what the heck is this? Yeah, yeah. The long story short. Yeah, that's right. So long story short, she's like, oh, you didn't have time for me, this, that, and the third. Yep. Yeah. And um, I was like, damn, I'm not going to lie. Like it blindsided me because I was like, what the hell? You just said you're coming on this road. Mm. And now you're complaining about the things that I told you were going to happen. Mm. And um, yeah, that's when I realized, like, all right, cool. That wasn't the right one. Right. So you got to know where you're going because when you know when you're, where you're going, you know if the person that you're with aligns to where you're going and if the vision matches. Number two, your value system. All right, I've got three main values. I've got five pillars that I live by, right? three main of them. Fitness, family, and you've got uh, your faith. Those three are non-negotiable, mm. right? Because with everything going on in the world, it's very hard to go through the world without some sort of belief in something or a high power or something because there's just too much going on in the world. Nobody yeah. knows what's happening. Just something is happening all mm. the time. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's very important because that, you know, you got discipline out of that as well. You got self-control, all those good things. Fitness, yo, like fitness is important, mm, right? You right. need, you get one body. You need to look after it. That's right. I remember back in the circles, you know, when we used to be pumping double X, they used to say, you know, like if you're a Ferrari, you're going to put E10 or like the most premium fuel. Like I was like, damn, that's pretty true, right? Mm. It's the equivalent of like taking your car to like getting service like every single time on time, mm. right? Looking after your health. If she's got a problem looking with you looking after your health, either getting shredded or bulking up or, or looking better, wrong person for you. Because she doesn't want to see you build yourself up. Because all you're doing is you're adding, you're adding to your cup. Mm. That's the second one. The third one, family. Yo, family is like priority number one, right? No matter what happens, family is always going to be there. Because right. you're, you're stuck with your family, whether you mm. like it or not. You're stuck with them, right? And that is the biggest advantage. If, they, if the person has a problem... With you doing stuff for your family. Wrong person for you. Right? Because whether you like it or not, let's say you get married. You're not just marrying that person. You're marrying that person and their aunties, uncles, grandma, cousins, yada, 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 yada. And they're doing the same on your side. So Mm. if you've got something planned, let's say, you know, Saturdays are your regular days off. And the expectation is that you guys are going to hang out. But something comes up that is to do with your family and you really have to do it. Mm. And she has a problem with that. And she kicks off and gets really mad. Wrong person for you. 
Because like, why is family a negotiable asset? Right. Yeah. Any person that forces you to choose between your family and them, wrong person. Hundred percent. Wrong person. So you know, like they're like my top three things, right? Mm. That's how you know. And then obviously, there's a lot of like hearsay, right? Yeah. Uh, ride or die with you for life, yada yada yada. Just wait until the fire comes. The <laughs> test of fire will prove if the actual precious metal is real or not, mm. right? If you melt gold down, you're gonna find out if it's pure gold or if there's a lead bar in the middle. You're gonna see it. That's right. right. So once you figure out your non-negotiables, your values, you know where your priorities sit. Let the fire come because in the fire, that's when you really find out. Mm. That's right. And then sometimes it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, this could be the ride or die. Or it's like, mm. it wasn't. But hey, look, at least I learned something and then you move on. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. So that'd be my piece on that. That's, that's so important that. to just piggyback from the last point you said. You got to be able to go through tough times. Mm. If yeah. the relationship is just sunshine and rainbow, you're still maybe in the honeymoon phase. You yeah. haven't actually gone past that phase where your love is tested and the relationship. Yeah. Um, is tested as well. Yeah. yeah. So, Steve, top D, what are mm. some of the traits that you look for when you were dating around? And I know in your 20s, were you choosing dating or were you choosing more so towards your goals? I think it was a mixture of two things. I, In my early 20s, not going to lie, I wasn't a really complete person. I was still figuring a lot of things about myself. Mm. Um, I was figuring out what sort of man I want to be and I also had to figure out like what were my real dreams. You know what I mean? And I had, I wasn't, I was overweight at the time. I was 110 coming off an injury. Um, mm. I was also dealing with uh, cancer at the time. And um, it was, it was a tough challenge mentally because I just wasn't the type, the person I wanted to be. And um, that was my early 20s, really. And often, uh, you know, you, you can see a really hot girl and you can be like, fuck, she's extremely attractive. But, you know, the worst thing is, when you ask her out, you, you get the courage within yourself. And she actually goes, I'm sorry, you're just not attractive. I mm, can't date you. That rejection. The rejection, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And all these sort of little traumas and all the times I asked a girl out and go like, you know, do you want to hang out? They ghosted me at uni or whatever. Mm. You know, it wasn't all smooth sailing in the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the suit has a story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but you know what? It you got to love it because all of those things affected me in a in a way that I still did it all with a smile. Mm. Because I knew at what end of the day, all I can ever be is me. And um, I took all those experiences and. I, I started to discover within myself that, you know, as when if I'm happy inside, then everything else will just be fine. Mm. And that's why this, that's pos- this positive mindset that I have developed from a young age and I just carried it through and it really came to its pr- test in my early 20s because everyone's full of opinions. Everyone's mm. trying to map out your future. Everyone has input in everything you do, right? And people around me while I was going through my fitness journey, they were like fit guys picking up girls and all of that. And I was just a really nerdy guy. Like I was quite bright, but that that was my asset. So that's actually what I learned at a young age. I learned to leverage my skills. So Mm. if I knew I was intelligent, I'm going to use that to leverage, um, to build relationships. So that's what I did. I, I leveraged that to build bonds with people. I said, why don't we work on assignments together? Let me contribute my ideas. I help people when they were stuck in assignments or, you know, um, just projects in team building exercises. I 
really tried to step up and take charge and just show to people, you know, if I'd lacked in any other areas, this is where I'm going to thrive in. And by building that confidence, that's where I came to to kind of find my own rhythm, uh. you know. And bringing it back to the point, that's what it was. It was just all of these aspects were related to me just finding who I am first in my 20s. And then um, I also did stand-up comedy to build my confidence. Nice. That, stand-up comedy. Yeah, stand really with heckles and everything. Yeah. Um, give us a joke. Oh, give, give you a joke? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'd be in my 20s, but God damn it. Yeah, look, I'm my best mate's going to come on this and probably tell you more good jokes about that time. But, um, you know, one of the biggest things for me in that whole point was self-mastery was key in mm. my early 20s. Okay. Yeah. So once I got the foundations of true self-mastery, then every step from there was going to be fine. So I then used the confidence I built to then focus on my goals. And once I focused on my goals towards my mid-20s, that's when I really started to find people who are, you know, syncing with my energy, syncing with what I was passionate about. And um, I went on to meet some amazing women from that point that mm. taught me lessons, um, added to my happiness, and who I created cherished memories with. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's where I am now. I'm still finding the right person to build my empire with basically yeah yeah that's powerful it's that's powerful man that's powerful like you remind me of um there's a book uh, it's by a navy seal i don't remember his name with but jocko no no not jocko with but that's a good book too oh man extreme ownership and the dichotomy mm. of our leadership powerful mm. books but there's another one by a navy seal uh it's called embrace the suck oh mm. yeah that's such a good book it talks about how you know like sometimes like you face situations where they just suck, like they just suck. Yeah. And your only way really to conquer them is just through them, mm. right? Like they, they tell a story about how they had a mission where they basically had to like uncover like a weapon stash. And they had apparently like three or four Humvees or whatever. As they're getting closer to the destination, they're crossing a bridge and the, the truck at the back collides with the bridge. Yeah. Right. So they, they had to literally just stop. It compromised their mission by like two hours, but they had to stop take out all their main, you know, hardware equipment and then go off. Like they had to leave that behind. Yeah. Mission gets completed. They come back to basically repair this truck and then, you know, get it back to the base. They came back. The truck was stripped off its parts. Right. And the guy in this book, he talks about, there are some things that you just can't control. They happen mm. and you go, ah, damn, that sucks. But then you just got to keep moving. Yes. Yeah, right. right. You just got to keep moving. So you talk about, you know, like the girls might be like, ah, oh, no, you're not attractive. Or like they just reject you. It's kind of like, all right, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just keep it moving. Keep it moving. I'm just yeah. going to keep going forward. Just keep going forward. That's it. <laughs> Write a check for the damage and keep moving. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's, That's right. right. Yeah. No, that, that was pretty much it. Just take one step at a time. Yeah. And when you take one step at a time, you're always, you know, building momentum and just ride that momentum. Um, you know, it's always you versus you. Other yeah. people's opinions doesn't matter. Just peel it away. Mm. Yeah. That's the and I wanted to follow up on that because mm. maybe for those that have worked on themselves and focus on self mastery, they know what they're worth. Mm. But for those yeah. that haven't undergone that self mastery, a rejection can really set them back. It yeah. can floor somebody. Do you know what I mean? It's a knockout. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be a knockout. So I guess 
going back from our last episode, we we episode two, I should say, we spoke about the challenge. Yeah, the challenge. We the pickup challenge. That's who right. did it? Come on, who did it? <laughs> Put in the comments below if you did it. And and you know, dealing with the fear of rejection, I know there's some practical tips around that as well mm. that Simba has shared. Mm. But I guess for those that are still having trouble dealing with the repercussion of getting rejected, what would you say to them? What would you say to them to get them out of that hole that they put themselves in? There's, there's a lot you can say. I know, hey. There's a lot you can say. All right, here's one that comes to mind. Here's one that comes to mind. And it comes from knowing your value, mm-hmm. right? If you don't know your value, this is not going to work for you. Where's the camera? If you don't know your value, this is not going to work for you. <laughs> I promise you, if you don't know your value... This will not work. It will never work. It never has worked unless you know your value. Mm. So know your value straight up because once you know your value, this becomes a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. So here it is. All right. Let's roll it. When somebody rejects you, fellas, when somebody rejects you, right, and you know what you bring to the table, yeah, you might feel sad, but guess what? They're the one losing out. They're losing out. Willing to walk away from it. But guess what? what? What are they losing out on? Like, what is it that you have about yourself they're losing out on, right? Are you a great strategist? Are you a visionary? Are you a great leader? You know, do you know how to coach them in like the right nutrition? Shout out to Raf, right? Do you know how to coach them in the right nutrition so that they can actually get their body in balance? Mm. Suppose, you know, like, and I've seen these on Instagram and Facebook, Mm. right? Where, you know, like some lady, she's living with like her husband, like then husband or whatever, right? And he's a total bum, Mm. so it seems, right? And she's like, you know what, you're a loser. She cheats on him, yada, yada, yada. Off she goes. She's like, yeah, good luck in life. You're not going to be anything. Fast forward five years, this guy is the CEO of like the world's biggest tech company. She runs into him outside. Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, you know, um, I work here. And he goes, like, what are you doing here? She goes, oh, you know, my husband's coming for this like, really big job. It's a C-suite executive, chief financial officer. It's got to be so great. Like life has been amazing since I last saw you. And like, she's bragging and bragging and bragging and bragging and bragging and bragging and bragging. <laughs> Her man rocks up and he's like, oh, what's going on here? And she's like, oh, hey, this is my old, you know, my old friend from school. He's like, oh, oh, really? And it's like, how do you know him? And the husband goes, this is the boss who's going to give me the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? And her face just drops. And then she realizes what she's lost out on. Yeah. Right. So again, it comes out to your value. Like, like, what is it about yourself mm. that they're missing out on? So when yeah. you do get rejected, adopt the mindset that, hey, it's her loss. Yeah. Mm. That, oh, oh, well, she doesn't get to see how great I am. Yeah. She doesn't get to see how amazing I am, yeah. right? Because at that point, if you don't know what's amazing about you, then is she really losing? But then can you really say, you know what? She's the one losing out. Mm. No, she, no, you can't because she doesn't care. She's got how many options? I'll tell you an experiment I did. And this will prove. When I was a dating coach, what I did was I downloaded Tinder. I got six or seven photos of like one of my friends that I knew back then. And I was like, hey, look, I'm going to use your photos on this Tinder profile. I'm just doing an experiment. Yep. And she's like, yeah, all right, cool, whatever, do it. I download Tinder. Fellas, listen to this very, 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 very closely. <laughs> I download Tinder. I, and I pay for premium, whatever, like 99 bucks. I don't care. Within one hour, I hadn't swiped to nobody. Keep in mind, I'm posing to be this girl. Within one hour, one hour, there was 2,000 likes on Tinder. 2,000 likes. How many options do they have? So while you're sitting here saying, oh, she rejected me. Dude, she's already moved on. Mm. She's got free real estate in your mind and you're sitting there crying about it. Mm. Right? But what's so great about you that she does not get to experience? Mm. That's what you got to figure out. Mm. And that's probably the number one thing that helped a lot of my clients back in the day. 
I'm like, all right, well, what is she missing out on? And every time rejection happens, ah, oh, it's her loss. Ah, oh, it's her loss. Eventually, you start to believe it. Yeah. And you approach it as if, like, no, no, I'm bringing the most to the table. Not out of arrogance, but out of self-belief. Yeah. Mm. That's my piece. Now, I don't know about you, Top D. It's interesting. For me, with rejection, it's about asking the question within myself. I'm like, okay, cool. If she rejects me, I'm like, all right, no worries. Um, what can I improve on? You know what I mean? Mm. And I, kept, I kept trying to just keep leveling myself up. So every time I got rejected, I, I just kept leveling myself up, getting rejected, seeing how that felt, accepting those feelings, and then moving forward, going out there again and trying again. And yeah. the more and more I got rejected, the more and self-confident I became and the less of an effect that rejection had on me mentally. Mm-hmm. So I deal up this mental toughness to, to the negative comments they made, right? Mm. So at a point, it didn't matter. You know, I could go up to a girl in a bar and speak to them. And if she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. I'll turn around and speak to her friend. And I'll make eye contact. And I'll speak to them and I'll just see what they say. And mm. sometimes yeah. it's funny because you find that they may be more receptive than the exactly. person you approach. Mm. Right? And it, yeah. But because I'm giving myself the best chance, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a better chance of succeeding overall. That's because I'm putting my best foot forward, right? Mm. And I think with rejection, one of the biggest things that we have to understand is it's someone's opinion, someone's view of ourselves. It doesn't yeah. need to be our view, our own That's view right. of who we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you are content and happy with who you are, whatever they say, whatever their objection is, it wouldn't matter to you because you, you're you're comfortable with who you are. Yeah. And I think that's your ultimate weapon is just, you know, whatever exercise you do, whether you just scream out in public, go talk to 100 people, what you learn during this whole journey Mm. is to be happy and content with the man or woman in front of you, you know? (laughs) The man in the mirror. The man in the mirror. And once you find that peace within yourself, it cannot be disturbed because Mm. you're self-assured. That's what I would say would be my number one tip when you're facing rejection. You know, face the fear. Just face the fear. Don't let fear have power over you Mm. because that's when you let it have power over you, that's when it becomes a limit. Mm. But when you don't give it the power, when you don't feed the demon within, in front of you, within yourself, it has no power over you at all. That's facts. The Mm. second you acknowledge your fear, then it becomes real. That's right. right? There are a lot of acronyms like forget everything and run. That is Mm. like the negative side. Then you got like face everything and rise. Yeah. Right. Or it could be fight everything and rise. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, which side do you want to play on? That's right. Which side do you want to play on? Exactly. It's like, if you're walking down the street, you see a pit bull minding its own business. That's right. If you're like, uh oh, that's a dangerous dog. Now you're scared of it. That's Correct. right. And animals can smell the fear. They'll be 100%. like, ah, oh, I better chase this guy for the fun. Yeah. When you see, you just don't give two hoots. You keep yeah. walking. It'll be like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother you. <laughs> Same with fear, man. That's how I view it. But see, that's the same thing that leads to confidence, right? Straight up. Because if you're a fully confident person and you're happy with who you are and you're rocking your vibe, your energy, you know, you'll become a whole mood. Mm. You know what I mean? Everyone's oh, feeling your energy, bro. That's right. And then yeah. it doesn't matter the way you look, whatever, they're going to be like, this guy's vibe is legit. And Straight up energy. It. You know what I mean? The energy you radiate within yourself actually amplifies around you. So mm. if you're mm. if you're really confident and chill and content with who you are, that energy is just going to be at another level. That's what makes those major league players who they are. If you're a professional athlete or a yeah. professional in any field that you're involved in, 
you're confident in at what you do. You know you're the best at what you do and that radiates. And that's what creates this sense of attraction around you. And yeah. that's what makes people want to go, wow, I want to follow that guy. I want to be around that guy. Mm. You know what I mean? It all really, really starts with you and how you foster that energy. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> and you remind me of a question that a mentor of mine ages ago asked mm. me, right? And this was the most powerful question on the planet. He looked me square in the face. He said, do you trust yourself to handle everything that comes your way? Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I had to, I had to brew on that one for a mm. few days. Right, question. and in a lot of ways, the answer was no. So let's take it to like dating. So we're talking about like, do you trust yourself to be okay if a girl rejects you? If you don't trust yourself, then you might—I don't know—you might break down, or you might get scared, or whatever. Mm. Yeah. But then, do you trust yourself to believe in you? Do you trust yourself to find the one that's right for you? Do you trust yourself to find the one that actually likes you for who you are, not what you have? Exactly. Mm. Do you trust yourself to be able to handle? walking up to random strangers and just starting a conversation. Like, do you yeah. trust yourself to say the right things? Do you trust yourself to bring value? Do you trust yourself to be charismatic, carefree, fun, passionate? Yeah. Like, do you trust yourself? If the answer is no, then step number one, you got to build that trust in you. That's yeah. right. That's where you got to start right there. Accountability to who you are. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. If, you, if you're accountable to who you are, then you're comfortable with who you are because Facts. you hold yourself to a standard. Facts. You know what I mean? You have to set standards for yourself before you set standards for others. Ooh. Simple Ooh. as that. Ooh. That's a clip right there. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That was powerful. Yeah. Love it. Damn. But I guess that's where the journey really goes to becoming a high-valued man, right? Because hmm. if, if, if you strive for greatness, if you will always land at some point. You know what I mean? Kobe Bryant always says this. He, he, he strives to be the absolute best Every mm. single time. The goat. The goat. Mm. He, he's, he tries to get the impossible shots every single time. Doesn't matter. But he knew that if he kept trying, he would he would always land at a higher point than if he just set a bar mm. below what he could achieve. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's the same thing. If you level up in life, if you pursue your goals and to be the best version of yourself, then people around you will level themselves up of your energy and your vibe and your work ethic. And then they will try to fit in with you because they can mm. keep up themselves. Yeah. You know, because yeah. the people who try to fit in because they want to be part of your life, they want to leech off your life, they won't be able to keep up with you no matter what you do. Ooh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. your lane's too fast for them. Yeah. You mm. know, their yeah. engine ain't going to keep up, you know. They're yeah. on a V4, V6, you know, V8, mm. V12. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like supercharged and everything. That's man. right. Yeah, yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. You're not just buying the Lamborghinis, you are driving one. You know what I mean? Literally, man. So literally, if they yeah. can't keep up, they're not going to keep up in your speed lane. Yeah. You know what I mean? And But if they bring their own value to the table, they'll ride beside you. Oh, speaking of bringing value to the table, oh, you, you just reminded me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. First of all, RIP to Mr. Kobe Bryant. Left in long lasting years. You know he's the one, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just making sure. Um, Forever in yeah, my heart. Forever <laughs> in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kobe. Left a little, left quite a legacy. Uh, now, another mentor of mine, he said this. Right? I actually wasn't here when he said it, mm -hmm. but he had a keynote that he did at a school. And basically, he said, stop fixing a takeaway container for people. All right? And then he breaks it down a little bit further. He said, people come to your table. You fix all this food, you bring all this value, but don't set up a seat for them if all they want is to take away, mm. right? 
ethnic families, ethnic households, you get invited for dinner, you're going to bring something. Mm. All right. And like, it's, it's not because you have to, it's more like, yo, let me just bring some, like a gesture of appreciation. Cause I'm not just here, just a leech, 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 leech. Mm. I'm here to add something as well as receive something. Mm. Right. right. So he, he talked about, you know, the more you accommodate for people who are just trying to get a takeaway container, the more you just empty without anything filling you up. Mm. Yeah. Right. So like, is your lady adding to your purpose or is she taking away from it? That's right. Yeah. That's literally the simplest way to put it. Goes back to what you said a while back as well. Go where you're celebrated, <laughs> not where you're told. Not where you're yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. And and that's powerful because I want to piggyback on some of the things that you guys shared. I think to sum it up, if you don't know who you are and you're not comfortable in your value, then you shouldn't be going to step two, which is to date around and actually get into a relationship. You might mm. want to mm. work on yourself first. So yeah. last time you pulled for the challenge for, for the guys, right? <laughs> the rejection challenge. The rejection <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Do you want to throw in another challenge perhaps? Like how can one get into, how can one start their personal development journey? What are some of the things that you guys would recommend for someone just starting off? Oh, look, this is where the PT in me comes out. <laughs> Let it out. Step number one, <laughs> connect with Raph if you need some nutrition coaching. All right, he's going to help you out. You That's can never right. out train, a, I'm being serious. You can never out train a bad diet. Yeah. If you guys don't know who Raph is, inbox the podcast. We'll hook you guys up. Yeah. Uh, you can never out-train a bad diet. Number one, if you're not eating good, start there. Mm. Start there. That's your first challenge. Once you master that little bit, every time you come out of the shower, are you happy with what you see? If the answer is no, you got some work to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Get in the gym. Get in the gym. Now, after that, this is where the dating part comes in. Go out and get rejected. Mm-hmm. A lot. Go out and get rejected. Like a lot. And like go out. And plan to get rejected because what that's going to do for you is going to loosen you up, right? You, yeah. you don't have any expectations because you're like, all right, cool. Let me go try to talk to this blonde girl over here. All right. I'll go start the conversation. I'm fully aware that she's going to say no, but suppose she doesn't. Oh, snap. All of a sudden you got a phone number or Instagram or whatever, right? And then how you then follow that up is up to you. Uh, so go do that. But the other thing that I'd add is number four is this. There's a book by Mark Manson. He wrote The Subtle oh. Art. It's called Models. In this book, he talks about the power of honesty. Nice. So how, how do you follow it up? Once you get all these phone numbers from these girls, mm. how do you follow it up? Don't be doing dinner dates and 10,000. No, no, just go for a coffee. Simple coffee, ice cream. I mean, that's what I did. Just get a coffee, get some ice cream. I knew the guy like, at the gelato place. Anyway, he's one of my boys. So like, he worked out. You know what I mean? He walked up to the hookup. He gave us free coffee, free ice cream, everything. I'm like, oh, I appreciate it, man. And then like, well, off we go. Mm-hmm. But what you need to do, according to, you know, what Mark Manson says, he says, you, you flesh out everything from the get. Yeah. All right. So Mark Manson, he talks about, you know, Steve mentioned this, right? Uh, I think it's episode two, where he talked about being clear on your intentions. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so write down what exactly do you find non-negotiable? What exactly are like the boundaries for you? Yeah. And bring those up, up front. Yeah. Because if those two values don't connect, all you, all you wasted, if anything, like it's 10 bucks on coffee and ice cream. Yeah, Not sure. like $300 over like 10 dates. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you have to know exactly what those things are for yourself. There's no negotiable. Bring those up first up front. Yeah. Now, if you want to improve, I guess, your dating game, so to speak, obviously, yeah, go read that book. Uh, but walk up to the hottest girl you know, the easiest place to find them at work or at the gym. At the gym, yeah. Right? Whether she works in the gym, because normally like, you know, if it's like if she's like a club manager or membership consultant that works at the gym, Odds are she's pretty good looking because like you hire really good looking people because they add to your marketing. Marketing. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
walk up to her and just be honest. Like, hey, look, listen. Let's say her name's Amanda. Like, hey, Amanda, listen, listen. I'm pretty bad when it comes to smooth talking and dating and, and with girls and whatnot. Can you teach me a few things? Like, what what, what can I say that, that will come across correctly? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, how do I handle myself around, around you know, like a, a girl like you, for example? And then go for coffee with her. Mm. And then learn. Start there and then learn. And then find other dudes who are pretty successful. If you really have balls, next time you see a dude walking with like a smoking 10 out of 10, hand in hand or whatever, stop the guy. Hey, man. Good job. How did you get her? Mm. <laughs> Ask that. How did you get her? Yeah, yeah. And then see what he says. Because if, if you want the results somebody has, you got to do what they did. Now, if he's like, if he's like an OnlyFans manager, an OnlyFans girl, like walk away. Yeah, just just walk away from that one. But 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 they're the things that I would say. They're the things that I'd say, right? Like you just have to start from there. You gotta start from there. You gotta know you're non-negotiables. You gotta be honest and upfront about it. You gotta be willing to get rejected. Embrace the suck. Mm, right. Read that like book, that. Models well, by Mark Manson. Go read it. Right. And then ask some of like the hottest girls around you, like the, like their advice and tips. Yeah, and then see what works with your personality. But then ask the dudes that have the hottest girlfriend mm. their advice and tips as well, because you got to hear both perspectives. Because from a woman's perspective, you got the emotional resonance of like things that guys do, whatever. Something as small as like, oh, he remembered my Starbucks order, and then you go drive through, like you get a bang on. She's like, oh damn, he does listen. Yeah, for for, for us, dude, it's not a big deal. It's like it's just coffee, what the hell? That's but right. for them, it's a big deal. Yeah. So you got to hear both sides, and then from the other guy then you got to find out exactly what he does and how his schedule is set up as a high-value man that allows him to still spend time with his girl who's like hot, like really hot, right? But at the same time, prioritize himself. Because obviously he's doing something, right? That made her go, oh, that's my king. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. That actually gets me onto one point. If you have women around you, you will attract other women to you. Ah, yes. (laughs) Yeah. If if you have friends that are girls and, you know, cut the friend zone bullshit. If you have women around you and you learn from them and you appreciate them and you respect them, then you will attract other women to you because they see how you treat mm. them. So if you treat them really well, they they have a, almost a vision in their head of how you're going to treat them when they're in a relationship with you. Mm. You know what I mean? And also it prepares you for what it's going to be like when you are in a relationship. How yeah. will you handle all the different mood swings? Because you get to learn. You get to learn. (laughs) You learn how they run. You learn how they run, how they operate, what they value, what they look for. Mm. And so the more friends that you have that are girls in general or you associate with, the better for you because you're automatically leveling yourself up. And um, if, if, if it's just like that when you're in a relationship, right? Why do you find that most women find you attractive when you're in a relationship? Because they see qualities that other women like in you. You know what I mean? Before you go on, there was a book I was reading. Yeah. Ages ago. I used to download like every PDF on the planet about dating. This is back in my coaching days. Because I was like, I got to know, what are these guys reading? These websites, Mm. pickup artists, this, that. So now I'm like, bro, what are we doing trying to seduce people? (laughs) Like, they're humans, man. Anyway, so this one book, right? Mm. It had this very interesting experiment. Mm. It was like, all right, cool. Like anytime you start dating, right? Let's say like, whether she's like a smoking 10 or she's like a two out of 10, like whatever. All of a sudden, like every woman on the planet wants to talk to you, mm. right? And according to like the logic that this book went through, there's like a, an element of abundance to it. Because like now you're no longer needy. Like you see yeah. a hot chick, like, oh, whatever, who cares? Right? Now you're no longer needy, like, because you've got your own lockdown. But then it also said this, if a fat chick finds you very attractive, or the hottest chick will as well. Yeah, It's just that the hottest chick has a higher barrier because she doesn't have to work as hard. The fat chick has to have game. 
Mm. The hot chick doesn't. She just sits and waits. But the fat chick's got to go get it. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, it, and, it's true. And the point she, it was making. She's going to make you see what's past her insecurity. What's past, <laughs> past, what's past the vessel. You know, like, yeah. yeah. And, and the point it was making was that, like, there's, there's an element of, like, emotional satisfaction. Like, like you take that box because, you know, like... Naturally, dudes are quoted to be masculine and logical. Mm. And women are more feminine and, you know, a little bit more emotional. So you can tick that emotional box or emotional boxes with like a fat girl. Mm. Apparently, it's exactly the same like a really hot girl. It's just that the barrier to entry is higher. Right. If you want to buy a car, yeah, you can buy a car, right? The barrier to entry for a Ferrari is higher than a Camry. They just It's the same thing, but one is just more prestige than the other. Mm. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, well, it also brings Crazy. me to another cool challenge that I like. I like to do for myself, and I also tell other men if they really want to level themselves or women, mm. you just need to put yourself on recording, like a put yourself on recording, like a selfie recording, yeah, and just list a few things about yourself that you like, you don't like, and um, also what you're trying to improve on. Mm, right? Okay, interesting. Okay, and then that's one challenge number two for the people. Yeah, that's right. I like it. Just video yourself doing that. See how your um, your demeanor is when you mm. respond to the questions, mm. the way you answer those questions. Mm. Now, obviously, that's going to reveal a few things about yourself. Mm. Reverse engineer that. Work on a few things. Come back. Re-record yourself. See the difference in the videos. Yeah, well. See, see how you've leveled up. See how you carry yourself. See how you answer the questions. And that'll give mm. you a direct accountability of your transformation. Yeah, right? yeah. And then every time you do it, you're going to feel hungry to keep doing it because you have a visual track record of your progress, both mentally, physically, mm. emotionally, and you can yeah. just see it. It's not just on a piece of paper. You can visually see yourself improving. It's documented. It's documented. That's right. Yeah. Right? And there's something addictive about watching you transform. You know, we, when we when we light something, we love the way it explodes and flickers in the light. You know, yeah, like fireworks. It's like fireworks. Mm, yeah, it, yeah. It's a there's something about the human brain, right? The same mm. thing when you watch your transformation, it's addictive. That's why, like most people who who are very confident, they love taking pictures of themselves in the gym because they can document that transformation. So this is a yeah, similar agree. way to do it. Gym selfies. Yeah, gym selfies. <laughs> right? They're a big no-no on Tinder, apparently. Yeah, so I heard because yeah. it's confronting. If, oh, is that why? It is. So imagine a woman is swiping and she sees you fit and ripped. It's kind of confronting just to look at that and be like, wow, is that, am I expected to be ripped like him? Or Because they have to self-reflect on themselves. Women tend to do that when they look at things. So they'll be like, wow, he's pretty ripped. You know, why would he go for me? Am I fit enough? Or, or wait, he's probably a playboy because he's, mm, he's I was gonna say that <laughs> invests a lot of time in himself if yeah. he's that shredded. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or he probably has options or whatever. So yeah. they, all these questions pop up. By that time, they're like too much effort. <laughs> Go. Don't compete. Go I'm out of here. Yeah, wow. You know what I mean? I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. That. Legit, legit. Oh. Yeah, it, it's just some insights I got from a female perspective. But yeah, that's pretty much What other insights did you get, by the way? Huh? <laughs> what are the insights? Be before we go to the insights, I was just going to say to the listeners out there, if you guys want to participate in that challenge that Steve and Simba put forth, Definitely, mm. you can utilize our community as a way to say accountable to yourself. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. just tag us in your story, perhaps, if you love doing those, you know, challenge, accountability challenge. We're calling it that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Like it, right? There yeah. might be a prize. There might be a giveaway prize. Who knows? There might be. For the best transformation. For the best transformation. Keen. Okay. Yeah, love yeah, yeah. to see that. 
like Steve said, right? Show us where you're starting and then right. do the improvement and then do the challenges, obviously. And then show us where you end up. Yeah, mm, we'd love to see it. We're all about elevating people. That's, that's what right. Limitless is about. So show Stay us. Limitless. Yeah, just show us how limitless you can be. That's right. And in terms of the insight, I think we can save it for ne- the next episode. The next one. Yeah. yeah. Nah. <laughs> insight from the ladies. Maybe we've got to get like a lady on the podcast. As well. hey, Give us some tips yeah. side, you know? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about that because we're moving around that direction. I think that would yeah. be a good fit for the Limitless show. But definitely let us know in the comments below. And just want to thank you guys for staying in tune. And if you don't yeah, have us on social media, you can check us out the limitlessshow.podcast. We're mm-hmm. on Instagram, we're on TikTok, YouTube, and we're also working on getting ourselves on Apple. An Apple podcast. So stay All you tuned. iPhone lovers. Yeah. <laughs> we, we haven't Download forgotten. Spotify, man. Come on. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Download Spotify. That's right. But we haven't forgotten about you guys, Apple users. That's um, right. But boys, did you guys have any parting thoughts, parting messages for the viewers out there? Ooh, parting messages. Parting messages. There, there are a lot. Steve could go into a whole keynote, as as could I. Yeah, especially yeah on this that's topic. what I was going to say. Um, look, make yourself priority number one. Mm. Make yourself priority number one. U.Inc. is the greatest company you'll ever invest in. Love that. Yeah. That's my parting thought. You're simply your greatest investment. You know mm. what I mean? You will always appreciate in, appreciate in value if you keep investing in yourself. You know, the market will be kind. And the, options, and the options will be many. <laughs> May your potential be limitless and your options be many. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, Peace. stay limitless. Have a good one.